Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And we're from Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the entire Back to the Future trilogy one minute at a time. Like the minute when Principal Strickland becomes a vigilante hero of the wasteland after Biff takes over Hill Valley in the alternate 1985 timeline. I I don't... Wait, I don't I don't remember. Or that. the minute where we learn that Dr. Emmett Brown is secretly the saxophone king of Hill Valley. Hold on. When when did that or when did that happen? When we slowly start to realize that George McFly may have murdered both of his parents. Okay. Now I don't I don't remember that being in the movies. Well, Scott, that's because none of those things are actually in the movies, but it's all stuff that we talk about on Back to the Future Minute. Back to the Future Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, you guys, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. One portrait-filled minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Adriah Laguna. And we have Alex with us once again. Welcome back, Alex. It is good to be back, Gary. Thank you so thank you so much for being with us this week. Uh, today, we are talking about minute number 49. Uh, minute 49 starts with Nearly Headless Nick knocking his head back into place. And it ends with our first look at the fat lady. It's kind of a it's kind of a mean name. I I, I tried so hard to find. She's not even that fat. That is this. her name. Her name is the, the fat, fat lady. lady. Even in the book, is the fat lady. I can't even on Pottermore. There is nothing about her being anything but the fat lady. Yeah, we don't know anything about her early life or how. Oh, there we go. She ended up, or why she's a portrait. We presumably she's a Gryffindor and she went to Hogwarts. Otherwise, she wouldn't be the portrait for to get into the Gryffindor into comment the room. Yeah. I did find out, I was going to save this for tomorrow, maybe I'll give a little bit more tomorrow, I found out that she's only been the portrait guarding Gryffindor house since the 60s. Oh, okay. okay. I knew it was at least the 60s. But because... we don't know anything about, like, prior to that, like, what guarded the house. Was there a portrait that guarded the house? Was it just a... I don't know. It was it say. just, like, a door that know. opened with a password? We, we, don't we don't know. We don't know. In, uh, well, you know, she's at the very tail end of this minute, but, um, her portrait's very stoic and sort of mm-hmm. non-assuming despite being at the very end of the quarter that they're going to. But in later movies, they they recast her and she's this more obnoxious, bombastic, yeah. like, look at me type, mm-hmm. which is probably which is... not the best for a secret passageway. No. But it definitely, f- I think what they were going for with the, Nickname. Let's just call it a nickname. The fat lady. Which it's coming from the phrase "the fat lady sings," which is what they, which is definitely the impression that they give in *Prisoner of Azkaban*. Because she sings. Yeah. I think that they made the choice to have her sing in regards to the phrase "the fat lady singing," but I don't know if J.K. Rowling named her the fat lady for that because I don't think that happens in the book at all. 
Oh, okay. Then But I don't know. Who I know it's been a while. I don't know. Is Chloe the fat lady? She doesn't look that heavy. She doesn't. Um I have stuff about the fat lady that I was gonna save, but um yeah, you know what? I will save it. I will, okay. I will talk more about the fat lady tomorrow because first cool. first we have to talk about the moving staircases. Yes. And we get the shot of the kids going up the stairs and we see the moving staircases and there's like 15 stories worth of, like there's so many, the staircases go on for what seems like forever. She keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. It does. It's insane. Like you just keep, like it's, that's how a... tall is Hogwarts? <sighs> well, like any castle, it has, it has towers. towers. Yeah. Okay. But, but how we, the actual building can't be that tall. Unless of course they're wizards so they can cast it's bigger spells. On the inside. It's bigger on the inside, basically. There we go. We talked about that a little bit last week, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But everyone looks so amazed to just see, like, these staircases moving. And despite these kids growing up in houses full of magic, I feel like this would be like, like walking into the Sistine Chapel for the first time for mm. us as muggles, being like, oh, I've seen churches, but oh my gosh, look at this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a grander scale of thing. It's, um, bigger and more awe inspiring. And so all the kids are just, like, shocked. And look at is Ron about to say wicked? Does he say oh. wicked? Mm. I don't think he does, but I feel no. like he should. <laughs> of course, because that's his word. It is his word. He's already dropped it twice in this movie. Right in the what first What was the one. second time? Uh, the first time is on the train mm-hmm. when he sees Harry's scar. Mm-hmm. The second time is... Um, when they're about to go on the boats? It's when they're on the boats and he on sees Hogwarts Castle. Oh, okay. All the kids are silently in awe of the castle as they're approaching, and that's when he says wicked again. These two lines are pretty close mm-hmm. to each other. He just likes using that word. Yeah. We haven't seen it again, again yet, but I'm sure it'll happen before the movie's over. <laughs> we get lots of moving portraits in this, in this, uh, mm-hmm. in this scene. Um, even some of the kids seem surprised to see, like, portraits that are, I, I'm, <sighs> Scott brought up last week that there are a lot of moments in this movie, especially, like, early on, when, like, the kids are reacting to things that are going on where they probably shouldn't be reacting the same way that, like, a muggle-born student is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if you guys were born in a wizard house that has right. magic, why are you then surprised this should be by- a regular thing. Mm-hmm. You, you can hear there's a couple lines of kids as they're, like, looking at the posters, and one of them's like, who's that girl? And, like, look at the pictures moving, or whatever. Um, like, hey, I even wrote, by this. I even wrote that, uh, Ron, Ron, there's a line where Ron says, like, look at that one, Harry, and Harry says, I think she fancies you, in <laughs> regards to the little girl that curtsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that little girl is the third daughter of Chris Columbus. <laughs> Oh, Chris okay. Columbus and all of his kids are in this movie. How many kids does Chris Columbus have? I looked it up because I was I thought this was like his niece. And then the cast commentary, he's like, oh, there's my daughter. And I was like, how many kids does this? He has four kids. He has three wow. girls and a boy. Nice. Only one boy. Only one boy. No, that boy's spoiled. We so saw him Reverse in, Weasley. Yeah, we yeah. saw him in front of the... Uh, we saw him in front of um, the Nimbus 2000 yes. a few weeks ago. They're admiring in mm-hmm. the window. We saw the youngest daughter... At the train station. Mm-hmm. We saw Susan Bones, which is, is Eleanor Columbus. Mm-hmm. This is Isabel. Isabel. Oh, I like these classic names, Eleanor and Isabel. I don't I didn't write down the other two kids' names, unfortunately, because I forgot. But uh yet another one of Chris Columbus's uh children showing up in this movie. I like the guy with the magnifying glass that looks up from his book and goes, Welcome to Hogwarts and then he goes back to his book. 
<laughs> I was like, all right, I said my line. Yep. <laughs> he got his line. It's There's enough th- interaction for one day. Yeah. There's not a lot. This minute in tomorrow, I feel like are, are uh, mostly walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I don't have a lot of notes. There's walking through. Come along. However, this particular area here, once we separate the Gryffindors out from everyone else and they're heading toward the Gryffindor common room specifically, Chris Columbus loves shooting on location. This is Gloucester Cathedral. Specifically the the cloisters, which is like a covered alleyway mm-hmm. kind of thing, uh, which they use in order to shoot like traveling up the hall to the um, to where the fat lady's portrait is. Ah. And uh, unlike the very very brightly lit great hall that that's obviously not lit just strictly by the candles above it, we get a lot of natural lighting in in these couple scenes. We saw them coming up the stairs earlier in this big torch, and it was the only source of light seems to be these torches. And then here we have the wall sconces that they're traveling by, and it's like these open vaulted windows for the cloisters that are like providing light into the... There are moments that definitely feel like a stage, and I think it's to the benefit of uh, Chris Columbus's direction that they chose to go to locations like for a lot of stuff. I think they only used this location in the first two movies. I think the later we get into the movies, the more and more, like, sound stages are built, and, and the less they actually, like, go to practical places. But I think there's, like, a good half a dozen different castles and things that they shoot at for this movie. We'll jump around all over for, like, locations for Hogwarts, um, as the, as the minutes go on. But, um, yeah. Gloucester Cathedral. I think it's really pretty. It is a very nice, beautiful-looking hallway there. Yep. Or would you say cloister? cloister? Cloister. That's the word they use. And I was like, what is that? And I looked it up and it's like a covered archway. And then I think we learned about it, that in my AP art history class last year about all these Gothic and Neo-Gothic cathedrals in England and mm. the and the European continent that had cloisters, had those extravagant archways and those vaulted buttresses. And yeah. I don't remember a lot, but I just... Whenever I see something that's it's like vaguely related, it's yeah. architecture, basically. Yeah. Most of what we learned in that class was architecture. Well, it's because I think that like art goes beyond just like the things that are put on a canvas. Mm, absolutely. Um, and I think that especially like medieval period things, like building through stone and like creating these grand structures, was an artistic pursuit mm. uh, more than like a sky. I wouldn't call a skyscraper. Like a, a work of art, necessarily. I, maybe an architect would take offense at that, but I, I feel like it's more of a more of a craft hmm. structure building now. I think as a, compared to a cathedral, a skyscraper can seem kind of impersonal. Yeah, because you have all these uh, different shapes working together in a cathedral, but with a skyscraper, nowadays it's just like it just steel goes and up. glass. Yep, it's just steel and glass mm-hmm. mainly. Um, Does the minute end here, like, looking at the uh, the portrait yeah, of the common room? the minute ends here right outside the, the portrait of the fat lady. I wrote more about her tomorrow. She's more bosomy than, than fat. Yeah, I think that the dress, she looks broad, but I, I wouldn't say that she's, That like, style of dress is very, like, poofy. Um, poofy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There's probably a better word than that, but I'm going to give you... There's, there's usually, like, a, a bodice or some kind of, like, thing underneath. Yeah. Uh, 
that's kind of like a frame that will hold up that kind of stuff. I can't remember what that word is is called. I, I want to say bouffant, but I feel like that's a hair thing, not a dress thing. I could be wrong. Is it bouffant? Phoebe? As her last name is Buffet. Buffet. <laughs> Why did I think Buffon? It's because it's a similar... Yeah. <laughs> you knew what I meant. It's, it's Phoebe Buffet. Okay. <laughs> this isn't Friends. This isn't Friends Minute. Well, or Friends... Uh, Although I saw a video this morning that was like a mashup of Friends and Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> I'm into that. Was it the... the six friends? Like, who are the six friends in in, uh, in Harry Potter? Because oh. the three, well, got... obviously. Like, who are the other three? Harry Ron Hermione. Yeah. The twins and Neville. Yeah, yeah, but there's supposed to be like another girl. So yeah, Luna. there's supposed to be like three okay, girls so and we'll three. Do Neville, Luna. We need another. I don't have it. We don't have a third girl. Ginny, Ginny. I guess Ginny. Ginny. We could yeah. do our trio. No, it does. Then... It does work because they all end up with each other. Yeah, we have the primary trio and the secondary trio. We have Harry, Ron, Hermione, and then Ginny, Neville, Luna. Mm-hmm. They don't all end up. They don't all end up together. Well, not Neville and Luna. Yeah, they no, end up together. Uh, Neville. Marries Hannah Abbott? I think so. And Luna and marries Luna. the descendant of Newt's commander. Yeah. Rolf's commander. Rolf. Rolf. R O L F. Like the dog. Rolf. <laughs> yeah, that's... Rolf command, uh, commander. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, I that's think right. this is grandson? Great grandson? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, a descendant of a. She, she marries his commander. Which well, makes people assume that Neville and Luna got together. Like, yeah. It's surprising that they didn't go that direction. No, you go Hannah Abbott of all people. It's like, okay. What interaction has Neville and Hannah Abbott ever had? Well, they're both Gryffindors. Maybe she likes herbology. Right now. Mm-hmm. You wooed her with his plant knowledge. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, right. if you're a botany student, how yeah. else would you <laughs> he, go he about it? Who grew some special flower for her. What's the name of that creepy cactus plant that he has? The Mimbalona or something like oh, that. Oh, like that seems that weird. Yeah. I don't know what that weird thing is. I, I thought you were something like, what weird plant? Only weird plant because my head is that crying thing. The, the uh, man, oh, the, the mandrakes? Man that's mm. that's uh, next year. Yeah, it's like those things. <laughs> those uh, hor- we just glossed over how horrifying those are. And the- <laughs> we'll put you back for that specifically. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> so hideous. No, oh, it's the worst. Probably my least favorite creature. Plant creature? Plant creature thing. It's not a beast. It's a creature. It's a plant. It's a plant. It's a plant. It's, a pla- it's still a plant, even it's though plant. it's kind of like a little What What are adult thing? mandrakes like? Oh, worse, I imagine. I don't want to know. Adult so mandrakes cry. are supposed to, like, kill with, with their, their cry, with their screams, but since the They're- mandrakes in Chamber of Secrets are babies, you have to and wear And then earmuffs. they're cut down and used to make a or something. Yeah, they don't survive. Do you think mandrakes survive? Though? Just, what is the, just, just scream an, an as anti, you chop up their limbs. An anti-petrifying <laughs> feel pain. solution. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. I actually I kind of, I guess I'll have to do some, like, what? what is the process of refining mandrake into a potion? I'm sure Snape would know. I'm of sure course. Snape would know. Of course, he of course he would. It's probably in Does that book Does anyone feel over. remorse about murdering mandrake plants? Probably not if they delegate goblins to being creatures and not people. That's true. That's true. They call them Uh, beasts. I I feel like Hermione would be very upset. Like, how dare you? Then there's there's no spew in this, so... Not yet. I think I have a spew spew button on my backpack. I need a spew at all. 
Yeah. What was that? I think I have a spew button in my backpack. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Because that happy. the lady at the bookstore, when I bought my copy of Cursed Child, she was like, take a spew button. And I'm like, thanks. We're talking about um, doing like buttons or something for or our- Bookmarks. Uh, I like that idea too. For our Patreon. Really? Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. For uh, for some of those supporters, I'm I'm we're in the pro- I'm looking up how to go about pro- uh, cre- making those things. Yeah. yeah, like having enough that we can turn around and like provide them to people that are listening, mail them out or something. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but that's a that's a potential future project that we're working on. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that was everything for the minute. I didn't really have a lot about the stairs or the portraits today. Well, I think that. I had something about the stairs. I think just that first-year students can't really be blamed for being late to classes. Right. Because they have no idea how the moving staircases work. Yeah. Are the, and that, are, yeah. Are the stairs screwing with you? Do the stairs move? The I stairs always thought that... They're on a cord. I don't think that they're okay. on, like, a... I, I always thought they were schedule? on, like, a schedule. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was random, too. We'll talk about it next week. Well, it if it's random, how like... can anyone expect to get to class on time? I mean, I, yeah, I assumed it was random as well. Yeah. Oh, well. Is there more than one co- uh, corridor to go to that's not, whatever? Corridor's the wrong... Corridor. Uh, passageway? Like, Passage. Well, we stairway. stand in here and we see staircases going up for stories, but this can't be the only place in the castle where all these staircases that move meet. Right. There must yeah. be other sets of stairs. Yeah, exactly. Maybe some are more on other than on, others. On, on the other end or on other ends of the... Uh, I don't know, maybe. The foyer or Grand Hall, whatever. Great Hall. We don't really get any sort of plan of like what the interior of Hogwarts looks like. My only knowledge of the interior of Hogwarts is basically is is based only on the Lego Harry Potter game. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so I I know like, okay, if I go over here on this side, this takes me. Here. Mine goes from a couple of like the movie themed computer games. Right. Um mm-hmm. in which there's like one central staircase that just goes up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. Um, but that's clearly not how it works here. No, no, apparently. I don't know. There's some concept art about what it looks like and, and some uh some digital design because obviously it's a digital effect. They can't actually make right. the staircases. No, move. no. Um We'll just talk about that effect when we get there, when they're on the staircase that moves. But uh Otherwise, it'd be terrifying if you're actually on the staircase. Yeah, moving. It's like, oh crap! Save it. That's weeks from now. (laughs) That's weeks from now. It is. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh well. So we'll get more of the fat lady tomorrow. We will get more of the fat lady. Join us tomorrow. Wrap out your week with us as we discuss the fat lady in the Gryffindor common room. All right. Uh. You can find us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute and Twitter at HP Minute. And uh, as I said earlier this week, you should join us on the uh, Listener's Army page. It's a closed group that you can uh, ask us to um, admit you to just to join in with our other listeners on discussion about the topics of the minutes and sharing lots of memes. And there's all sorts <laughs> of fun stuff that happens over there. So many memes, guys. Everyone loves memes. Come on now. Right. All right. That's everything I had. Okay. Join us tomorrow, you guys. Mischief Mischief managed.
bruh.